In this episode of Not Your Basic Podcast Manager, I'm sharing five mistakes I see podcast managers make when marketing their business on Instagram. Stay tuned to learn strategies for optimizing your Instagram profile and creating content that attracts your ideal client. Hi, I'm Sharon Nissen, a coach for podcast managers and the founder of Podcast Magic, a course and certification program for smart, creative folks who want to become expert podcast managers. I'm determined to set a new standard for freelance podcast managers by sharing a fresh approach to podcasting that puts you in the driver's seat of your business. On the Not Your Basic Podcast Manager podcast, you'll get short and sweet episodes to help you learn new skills and strategies for producing, marketing, and managing podcasts for clients. Whether you're just getting started on your work from home journey as a freelancer, or you're a virtual assistant ready to niche to podcast management, you're in the right place. After five years of managing podcasts, hosting my own podcast, and coaching podcast managers, I kind of know my stuff. And let's talk about you. You, my friend, are anything but basic. So why settle for being just another basic podcast manager? Grab a cup of coffee, something to take notes with, and let's dive in to this episode of Not Your Basic Podcast Manager. Hey, hey, thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Not Your Basic Podcast Manager. I want to thank you guys so much for your support on those first five episodes. I've been getting a lot of feedback that you guys really liked the podcast news roundup, that you guys really liked getting that fresh information. So I'm excited of more for more of those episodes to come. And I'm glad to hear that you guys are, enjoyed getting that kind of foundation for the podcast by hearing sort of a general overview of the four secrets of profitable podcasts managers. Um, you know, talking about um, systemized content creation, talking about um, having a, a more elevated client experience, taking a leadership role. These are all themes we're going to continue to see throughout the podcast. But of course, now we're going to dive in and start diving in deep to specific strategies and taking a closer look at some of those things that are going to help you to really build a, a profitable and an aligned podcast management business. So in today's episode, um, we're going to be talking about social media. And the reason that I brought this up is because this has been coming up a lot with some of the virtual assistants that I do one-on-one coaching with. A lot of my one-on-one coaching is with virtual assistants who are transitioning their business from general VA to podcast manager. And a lot of the tricky stuff we see is in transitioning kind of that outwarding marketing stuff. Um, So your Instagram profile, um, your website, all of those things. What do we call ourselves? How do we market ourselves now that we're not a general VA anymore? So if you are right now a virtual assistant who's like, I'm tired of doing the general tasks. I'm ready to go all in on a profitable specialty like podcast management. This episode is really especially for you because it's all about how to bridge that gap and how to step up as an expert Um, as a podcast manager on Instagram so you can start getting those higher paying, higher quality clients. So the reason I like to talk about Instagram is because based on what I have seen for the last four years of coaching service providers and coaching podcast managers, 
the most successful strategy I see for finding really high quality clients is a combination of two different things. It's first of all, having an Instagram profile that is optimized, that showcases you as an expert and combining that with focused networking and relationship building. If you have those two things, you're going to find much higher quality clients than by responding to job ops and Facebook groups or going on freelancing sites like upwork.com and freelancer.com. If you want to really become a high paid, highly sought after podcast manager, it's about building that personal brand on Instagram and combining it with ongoing networking and relationship building. So that's why I think it's so important that we really understand um, the strategies that go into building a strong presence on Instagram, especially when we become more specialized. So the first mistake that I, I see podcast managers make, especially when they're making that transition is that they don't want to be virtual assistants anymore. They don't want people coming to them for virtual assistant services anymore. They want to be a podcast manager, but they're still calling themselves virtual assistants on Instagram. Um, This happens a lot and it makes sense why it happens. So I want to share a couple of the reasons why I think this happens. First of all, a lot of times we think, okay, I don't want to change my Instagram handle, even though it says VA in it, or it says virtual assistant in it, because it's just going to be too much of a hassle. I have it linked in different places. I've had this as my handle um, since I started my business and I don't want to change that Instagram handle. So let's talk about this. Yes, it is a little bit of a hassle to to transition from one Instagram handle to another for all the reasons I just mentioned. Sometimes it's going to result in broken links, like if you've linked things. Um, But in general, what I find is that virtual assistants who have been more general virtual assistants, a lot of times their virtual online footprint is not that big. Let me give an example. For me right now in my business, I have been using the Instagram uh, handle, the Sharon Nissen. If I was to right now switch my Instagram handle from the Sharon Nissen to Sharon Nissen podcast manager coach or something like that, if I was to switch that, I would have so many broken links because I've been putting out content for years that links back to the Sharon Nissen. But So like all over Pinterest, I have stuff all over. um, If you search me on Google, you'll find my content. And a lot of that has links to my Instagram. However, I have found most virtual assistants have not created that much content in their business where their virtual footprint is that big. So right now, when you are making the transition, you do want to think long-term. Right now could be the perfect time to go ahead and make a permanent switch in your Instagram handle. So I want to dive into a little bit now, what should I call myself? What should podcast managers call themselves? Should I come up with a new name for my business as a podcast manager? And I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, the advice I give everyone is to build a personal brand under your own name. So just use your own name as your Instagram handle, as your domain name. And as your business grows and evolves, you can use different taglines. Like right now you're a podcast manager. Maybe someday you're like a podcasting coach, but it's all going to be under the umbrella of your name. If you don't want to use your name, you do want to choose a business name that is a little more general and that will be able to to evolve with you. So right now, as you're deciding to make that switch, 
I want you to really think long-term. Like, what if my business takes me in a direction I didn't expect? I need something that's going to grow with me long-term. What if I don't want to be a podcast manager anymore? Choose an Instagram handle that's going to grow with you. And usually the best way to do that is by choosing your own name. And the reason we want to do this, the reason we don't want to have VA or virtual assistant in your Instagram handle or on your Instagram profile is for a couple of reasons. First of all, if you're transitioning to podcast manager, it's probably because you don't want to offer virtual assistant services anymore, right? So if as long as you have VA in your name, clients are still going to be coming to you for VA services. And the other thing that we know is that general virtual assistants tend to be viewed as lower paid than expert podcast managers. So the kinds of clients that you might be getting, even if you're marketing yourself as a podcast manager, if they see your name associated with VA, they might also be associating you with lower rates. So you might still be attracting those lower paying clients who are looking for less of an expert and more of just someone to assign tasks to. So really think from an outside perspective, if a potential client comes to your Instagram profile and they see VA, how does that change the way they perceive you? And is that perception in alignment with the way that you want your business to be growing? The other reason I think people get scared to make that transition out of calling themselves a virtual assistant is because maybe they've had some success with being a virtual assistant. You know, you have some clients, you've been making money, um, people want your services, and you're worried that if you no longer call yourself a virtual assistant, that you won't be attracting clients. But the thing is, just like I was just saying, as long as you're calling yourself a virtual assistant, you're going to be attracting people that want virtual assistant services. So yes, you might be attracting more clients as if you call yourself a virtual assistant in addition to a podcast manager, but are they the right kinds of clients? Like, are these the kind of people you want to be working with as you're making this progression in your business? And kind of the final reason I see people be reluctant to call themselves a podcast manager instead of a virtual assistant is because they feel like they don't have the skills yet, or they need more experience. So basically just a lack in confidence. I want us to remember that here in the online space, it's all about marketing the services that you want to offer and then delivering them to the best of your ability. People are not going to ask for your resume. You don't need five years of experience as a podcast manager in order to market yourself as a podcast manager. The only thing that you need to qualify yourself to offer those services is having an understanding of how to do it, or at least having the resourcefulness to be able to look up what you don't know. As long as you can deliver the services that you promise to clients, you need to call yourself a podcast manager instead of a virtual assistant. Because if you're making the transition in your business, now is the time to really own it and claim it. The wishy-washy days of being a general virtual assistant are over. Claim yourself as a podcast manager and then And then be honest with clients about what they can expect from you, about what your level of expertise is, and you can't go wrong. But as long as you're in that wishy-washy area of not quite being a virtual assistant and not quite being a podcast manager, you're not going to be happy with the relationships you're building with new clients or probably the pay that you're receiving. 
There are just a couple months left in 2022. Wouldn't it feel great to start 2023 as a confident podcast manager? I've taken everything I learned from over four years of serving clients as a rockstar podcast manager and strategist and turned it into a simple four-step process that I'm sharing in my new free workshop on October 27th. Learn the simple steps you should take over the next two months so you can get started offering podcast management services first thing in 2023. I'll even share an eight-week timeline to keep you on track with implementing what you learned. Here's what we'll cover. The variety of services that podcast managers can offer and how to carve out your own unique space in the podcasting world, the must-have podcasting skills you need, what software to use, and how to practice your skills to build your confidence, how to design a solid onboarding and project management process that will help you build a balanced and collaborative relationship with your clients, and how to optimize your marketing and messaging to position yourself as an in-demand podcast manager. If you've been thinking about getting started with podcasting or wanting to take your current podcasting skills to the next level, you won't want to miss this. Best of all, this workshop is absolutely free. So keep your wallet closed and head over to www.thesupportsquad.com slash October workshop to sign up now. That's www.thesupportsquad.com slash October workshop. I'll see you on October 27th. Now let's go into a second mistake I see podcast managers make when marketing themselves on Instagram. And it is not using Instagram features in the most effective way. I think the easiest way for me to do this is to talk about each of the Instagram features and how we should be using them. So for our Instagram feed, the way we want to look at it is kind of as a magazine where there's lots of different kinds of content. So um, you want people who land on your page to be able to see like, to get a little bit of education, to get some entertainment, to learn about a bit about you. So all sorts of different content. What we don't want to see the feed is for someone to land on your page and essentially see a bunch of posts that are ads for your offers. Because I'm going to tell you right now, it's very rare that someone is going to see an ad for podcast management service services where it just says something like, these are my podcast management services. DM me if you want to hire me. It's very rare that they're going to take an action on a post like that. If they are not also getting a variety of other content from you where they're getting a chance to connect with you, to learn from you, to see you as an expert. So don't let your Instagram feed be jammed up with what is essentially a bunch of ads for your services. That's not exactly the way that we want to sell on Instagram. When we're looking at the Instagram posts that we're creating, so whether it's like images or graphics or carousels, what we want to be using those posts for is to educate and connect. So to let folks know when we're educating, we're also letting folks know that we are an expert. So produce 
informational content about podcasting, share ideas for strategy, or you know all of the stuff that you know about podcast management, share it with your audience on Instagram. I don't believe you can ever really share too much because eventually the person that really needs a podcast manager is not going to take the information you're giving them and do it themselves. They're instead going to see like, okay, this person knows a lot about this, so that's the person I need to hire. So never be afraid to really show your expertise on in your Instagram posts using carousels or graphics or things like that. The other way you want to use your feed is to give folks a chance to connect with you. So whether that's sharing some kind of personal updates about like your pets or your kids or your interests, um, what I usually recommend is that folks pick like four or five different content pillars. You'll find for me, for me, it's usually stuff about my kids, my dog, um, gardening, spirituality, mental health. Those are some topics that you can kind of expect to see um, updates from me on. And what that does is that gives my audience a check a chance to connect with me on a personal level. It starts to give people that connection point where they see me as different than all the other service providers. If all I did was go on my Instagram and be like, these are my podcast management services, this is how much they cost. How would someone differentiate me from any other podcast manager? We really want to give people a chance to connect. So that's what you should be focusing on with your posts on Instagram is educating and connecting. Then we look at reels. How should we use Instagram reels? And if you're not using them, you should be. Um, At this point, we've all seen that we don't have to be dancing or lip syncing or doing any of that stuff in order to create reels on Instagram. There are so many different ways to create reels. Follow some Instagram experts and Reels experts if if you're not sure where to get started. But there's so many ways to create content with Reels. And the reason we need to do it is because it's what Instagram wants us to do. They're going to continue to push Reels over any kind of content. So we want to learn how to use it in a way that engages our audience. And um, usually with with Reels, you're going to get higher engagement on Reels than you will on other posts. So it's really a way to drive engagement engagement to your page and also to give your audience a chance to know, like, and trust you. I actually love using Instagram reels because I feel that it's kind of a shortcut to really connecting with my clients in a 15 second Instagram reel, I can show my personality in a way that I never could with like a static Instagram post. People really can get a sense of who you are, what your energy is like, and really get a chance to decide if you're someone they want to work with in those Instagram reels. So use them in a fun way and have fun with it. To me, it's one of the most fun parts of social media. So now let's talk about your stories. So contrary to what you might think, you don't want to be selling in your posts, you want to be selling in your stories and in your DMs. So your Instagram stories are such a great place to be selling your offers because it doesn't seem as pushy. You can mix it in with so many different kinds of content. So maybe you're showing a behind the scenes of your business. You're showing, you know, what you did this weekend. And then you're like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I have two spots open next quarter for my podcast management services. And really your stories are where you really get a chance to go in in depth into explaining 
what your offers are, your services, how it looks to work with you. And that's where you really have the opportunity to, to, um, to get people, to invite people to work with you. I think selling on your stories also works because your stories are temporary. They're gone in 24 hours. So you can talk about your offers and services every single day. You can be selling every day in your, in your stories and no one's going to think like it's that redundant if you're mixing it up with other content. It feels more natural that way. So if you are not using your Instagram stories to talk about your offers, you're really missing a huge opportunity to make more sales, to get more people to, to, to book discovery calls with you, because that's really where the connection happens. Because think about it, if, if someone's watching your stories and something that you say about your offer connects with them, they have the chance right there to send you a DM. And once someone's in your DMs, they become more of a hot lead um, than someone that just comments on a post or something like that. Having someone in your DMs um, really helps bridge that gap from follower to client. And stories are such a great way to start that conversation. So start using your stories to really connect and sell. Another mistake mistake I see podcast managers make on Instagram is not talking about their offers enough. So this is kind of the flip side of what we were talking about in the last one. So we talked about, we're not using our Instagram feed as like ads for our services. But the other thing that I see podcast managers doing is literally not being clear at all about what their offers are and how exactly a client can get started with you. So you might be familiar with the marketing rule of seven, which is that usually a customer or client has to hear about an offer from you seven times times before they'll take action to purchase. This is what I see happen a lot. People will come to me and be like, I I can't land any clients. You know, I've been posting on Instagram, but no one's taken me up on it. Um, You know, I have my website up with my offers, but no one's signed on with me. How do I find clients? And my question is always, how much are you talking about your offers? Um, Because a lot of times we can kind of generally market our services. Like I'm a podcast manager. Let me know if you need help with my podcast, with your podcast. But remember, people need to hear about specific offers from you seven times before they'll take action. So what I actually recommend that you do as a podcast manager, if your goal is, I want two new podcast management clients on a regular monthly recurring basis. What I recommend do you do, create a specific package and offer for that service. What are they going to get? How do they sign up for it? What does the client experience look like? And how can you talk about it on Instagram? And then for the next 30 days, for a full month, that is your goal on Instagram is to fill that offer with two new clients. In order to do that, you need to be breaking down that offer in your stories every couple of days. You need to be adding it as the call to action in your educational reels or carousel posts. You need to be talking about that offer all the time and even adding some urgency to it, which is like, I have two spots open for client management clients right now. DM me to save your spot. If you're not specifically inviting people into your offers, if you're not specifically giving clients an opportunity to sign up with you, how can you expect to really fill up your client roster? I find that podcast managers have success when they have specific packages that they can invite clients into, maybe customize it depending on the client, but 
a specific package they can invite people into and they are constantly marketing and selling that package. If you're not talking about it or you're talking about it in a really general way or you're not giving any urgency, you're probably not going to get people taking action on your offers. So this next one is a doozy and it might even contradict what you've learned from other coaches or even from me. Um, you know, as a new newbie virtual assistant coach, I definitely had an outdated version of what the ideal client avatar was. So here's the mistake I see people make. They're way too focused on pleasing or attracting their ideal client, and they're not focused enough on their the, their own vision for their business. So first of all, I think it's really important that we talk about the ideal client. If we're talking about social media, If we're talking about social media strategy, we have to talk about the ideal client too, because ultimately we do want our marketing to attract our ideal client. But I really think the outdated way of thinking of the ideal client of like, it's a female coach under the age of 50 who makes six figures a year, shops at anthropology and XYZ, I think that's an outdated way of looking at our ideal client. Um, so I know that some podcast managers definitely serve a specific type of client. Um, I know folks that, um, that like to work with, with like dog lifestyle influencers. I know folks that like to work with spiritual entrepreneurs and that's great to have that kind of general idea of who your ideal client is. But even more important than that, or in addition to having that specific picture of who that person is. Um, I think it's so important that we know the way we want our clients to treat us and the way we want our clients to work with us and the way we want our clients to approach their podcast. So a lot of times the, um, the struggle I see with new podcast managers is they have clients coming to them who don't have a specific vision for their podcast, who maybe aren't ready to work within systems, who aren't as organized as they should be, or aren't as committed to their podcast. And that causes a lot of problems for the podcast manager and a lot of frustration. And so what I've actually started to help people craft with their ideal client avatar is figuring out things like, I want my ideal client to be as committed to their podcast as I am, or I want my ideal client to have a really clear mission for their podcast where they know the, they have a message they want to get out. They know kind of the theme they're working with and they know who their ideal audience is. So I find that sometimes that stuff is even more important than knowing what, who your client is and what they do. It's more important kind of how they do it, how they work with you and whether the way they like to work is in alignment with the way you like to work. So that brings us to this mistake I see on Instagram where we're way too focused on our ideal client, where we think our ideal client is this you know, amazing, like goddess, spiritual entrepreneur. And so we think if we can just land a client like that, this amazing spiritual entrepreneur, that that's the ideal client. So that's who we're marketing towards all the time. All the language is towards spiritual entrepreneurs, but we don't add in enough of the language of like, you value systems like I do. You are committed to getting your message out. Like I am using more of that powerful language. Um, because 
we can really use social media as a way to pre-qualify clients. So we talked about pre-qualifying in one of the early episodes where pre-qualifying means making sure that through like your onboarding process or through the discovery call or through your marketing that you're bringing in clients that are in alignment with your vision for your business. And we have the opportunity to pre-qualify clients using social media. This is your chance to share what's important for you. So instead of getting so wrapped up in who your ideal client might be, what I want you to really do is focus more on what's important to you. If you want to build a business that feels good to you, it's really important that you're really clear on your mission, vision, values. Um, Like you guys have heard me say, I don't think it's just like a weird corporate exercise to do. Um, It's actually the first thing I have all of my one-on-one coaching clients do because what we find is that if we're clear on our mission, vision, values, we can change the way we talk about our business on social media to make sure that we're attracting clients that are in alignment with that. So if systems are important to you, make sure you're talking about the importance of systems in your marketing. If you, if it's really important to you to bring strategy into um, podcasting, make sure you're talking about that in your marketing. If it's really important that you're working ahead and batching episodes ahead of time, talk about that in your marketing so that you're attracting people that desire those same things. If you're not talking about those things that are important to you on social media, it's not likely that you're going to attract the exact ideal client that you're looking for. You can really use your your captions, your messaging, the way that you talk about your business to filter in people that are going to work in a way that you want to work. So a lot of times a client can look good on paper. They can be that female coach under 50 that makes six figures and goes to anthropology, but if they're not also someone that's really committed or wants to strategize or wants to batch their content or wants to really collaborate with you, are they really an ideal client or do they just fit this kind of image that you created? That's why I think it's so important to go inwards and really think about what is important to you and your business so that you can talk about your business in a way that brings the right people in. And the way to do that is to know your mission, vision, values. Of course, I have a workbook for that, SharonNisson.com slash shop. You can find a free workbook for creating that mission, vision, values. And then the other thing I want you to do, like we were talking about before, is choosing those personal content pillars. What are those things that are important to you that you love? And wouldn't it be fun to attract other people that are interested in those same things as you are? So if you've heard you need to know your ideal client, I actually think it's more important that you get to know yourself. Okay, and then the final mistake that I see podcast managers make when marketing themselves on Instagram is not leaning into engagement. Like I said before, I believe the most powerful strategy for finding high-paying, aligned clients is to build out a powerful social media present and then network and build connections. So again, if you're using your Instagram just as a way to post ads for your services, if you're not using it as a chance to connect, you're kind of... You might be missing the point of of social media and the power behind it. So really make sure if people are commenting on your posts, respond to every single one of those comments in a meaningful way. Every comment is an opportunity for you to connect. Not with the spam comments though. (laughs) We've been seeing this more on Instagram, the bots. As soon as you post a reel or something, people are like, send it to 
you know, whatever. I don't know why that happens. I guess it's just bots. I usually delete those comments. You don't need to engage with those comments, but any comment that is relevant to what you've posted, respond, ask questions. That's an opportunity to connect with not just a potential, maybe not a potential client, but with a connection online. The other thing I want you to do is give lots of opportunities to connect in your Instagram stories. Cause like we talked about before, the DMS are really where it's at getting, um, selling in your stories is really what you want to be doing. So you want to get engagement up in your Instagram stories. You want as many people watching and, um, and interacting with you as possible. So make sure you're adding questions and sharing the responses, add polls, and it doesn't have to always be related to podcasting or your services. Just engage with people, get to talking with people in your, in your DMS. Another part of this, the key part, of this really is releasing expectations. So you're not DMing with people specifically to sell your services. Um, You're DMing people to build a network of connections online. You never know who's going to refer you to something, who's going to mention your name to someone else, um, who will eventually hire you someday when they need you. So the way to take the pressure off yourself and really build those connections is not to think of every DM as like, oh my gosh, how am I, what is the four-step process to talking with this person to make sure that they hire me as their podcast manager? That's not what it's about. That's not what networking and building connections is about. It's about um, really spreading a wide net and building genuine connections with people that you actually like, you respect, you look up to, you enjoy talking with, because those connections will come back to reward you. It's a long game, I'm gonna be honest. This is not a quick fix. Instagram is not a quick way to find podcast management clients. It takes building up this strategy, but it's worth playing the long game of building genuine connections so that you can build a business that really makes you happy and is sustainable long-term. And PS, this is also what makes business so much fun. If I had to say the one thing that I loved most about my last five years in business, it's without a doubt the relationships that I've built online. I never could have imagined the genuine friendships and connections that I could have made. And not everyone's going to hire me as their coach. Not everyone's going to buy from me, but a lot of people are going to mention my name to other people or just be you know, a fun addition to my day, someone else adding engagement on my social media. There's so many reasons to build connection with people beyond just selling to them. So when you're thinking about engage engagement, take all the pressure off yourself that that engagement has to lead in a sale. Think about the long game of building a sustainable business that you really love. And that was kind of the basic rundown of five things I see podcast managers doing on Instagram and then wondering why am I not getting clients yet? These are little changes you can make to your strategy to really start seeing more results. Cause we have to think, okay, if, if we're on social media and we're not we're not getting the results we want. What do we need to change? And a lot of times this is kind of the stuff 
where it is. So I'm going to run through this just one more time. Um, so first of all, if you're still calling yourself a virtual assistant on uh, social media, but you don't want to be a virtual assistant anymore, stop calling yourself that. Start calling yourself a podcast manager. Um, if you're still using your Instagram feed as ads for your services and you're not using your stories in a meaningful way, it's time to kind of switch up the way that you're doing that. Use the Instagram features in the most effective way that you can. Um, Start talking about your offers more. For the next 30 days, choose one offer that you want to sell out and go all in on it. Um, What is that offer? Do you want to get two new podcast management clients um, on a monthly retainer? Do you want to land one big launch client? Show up, change the way that you're showing up on Instagram. Talk about that offer every day until you sell one. They have to hear from you seven or usually a lot more times. So show up every day talking about that offer in your stories um, and use it as calls to action on informative, educational, entertaining posts. If you're hyper-focused on figuring out who your ideal client is, Give it a rest and focus on what's most important for you and your business. What is your mission, vision, values? What um, what are your your interests? Start sharing that on Instagram and attract the people that align with those same values and interests. And stop being passive on Instagram. It's social media for a, re- a reason. Lean into engagement, release expectations about making sales, and just have fun building genuine connections online. They will come back to reward you in the most fun and surprising ways. It never is going to fail you to build genuine connections with people. So with all of that said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, it's so fun for me to talk about this. And if you want to dive more into this, um, one of my offers that I have as a coach, I have a 30-day goal accelerator. It's where in 30 days, we take one of your goals and we really make it happen. And if for you, your goal is like, I really need to figure out my Instagram strategy and get it down and really start using my Instagram to land clients. In 30 days, what that looks like is we have a 90-minute call where we really take a look at your current strategy. Um, We figure out what's great about your Instagram profile. What do we need to optimize and change? What kind of content do you need to be creating? What kind of actions do you need to be taking to make that Instagram strategy really work for you? And um, then over those 30 days, I'm there for you on Voxer to continue to coach you through what we talked about in our 90 minute session. So if you need something like that, um, go ahead and you can learn more about that at SharonNissen.com slash coaching. You can learn about the 30 day goal accelerator there. I'd love to, to work with you and help you bring some of this stuff to life. It's like some of my favorite stuff to work on. So, um, there's that invitation for you and, I will see you next time. Our next episode is going to be in two weeks. It's going to be another podcast news roundup. Excited to see what we dive into. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for tuning into Not Your Basic Podcast Manager. I'm so happy to have you as part of our movement to create a new standard for freelance podcast managers. We are raising the bar together. If you're loving the podcast, there's two easy ways that you can support me today. Option one, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram stories to encourage others to listen. Make sure to tag me at the Sharon Nissen. 
or option two, hop into the Apple podcast app or the iTunes app on desktop and leave me a rating and review. I love creating this free content for you and your support will help me to reach more folks with the podcast. Until next time, happy podcasting.